You're listening to Parenting Through the Detour, Episode 23, Allowing Your Child to Write Their Own Story. Howard W. Hunter said, Your detours and disappointments are the straight and narrow way back to him. And we know that men and women are that they might have joy. But when you get taken on a parenting detour, it feels like joy is something that other people get to feel, but not you. It doesn't have to be this way. Join me on this podcast and let's find some joy through your detours. And I'll give you some help along the way. I'm your host, Tina Gosney, and I'm a life and relationship coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Welcome back, friends, and a special thanks to everyone who attended my November Masterclass on the 17th. I talked about managing difficult relationships around the holidays, and it's just a situation we can all do better with. I taught a few tools that you can use to put in your life right away, like you can implement them on Thanksgiving, which is next week. Can you believe that Thanksgiving has already come and it's next week? kind of crazy how fast this year has gone. And then I also answered some personal questions that were submitted. So thank you so much for those that are attended. And I won't be holding one in December because I'm going to be prepping for a really great workshop that's coming up in January. And this is a four-week workshop called The Relationship Reset. So with the new year, I think it's a perfect time to start fresh in your relationships with your kids and when maybe with your spouse and to learn some new relationship tools that will help you out with that. And this is what that class is designed for. So I'm going to teach you how to directly apply those tools to the relationship that you have, the most important relationships you have in your family. You'll be able to get personal coaching. You'll be able to ask questions and get direct feedback. So the cost is $199 for four weeks, 60 minutes each week, but I'll be offering a special holiday discount. It's not live yet, but it will be soon. So stay tuned for that. And I'm going to post that discount on Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you're following me on those platforms and you'll be the first to see the offer if you follow me. So go ahead, head over to Instagram and or Facebook and just give me a follow and you'll be able to see that discount for that class first. And this, you know, I think this workshop would make a great gift, a great holiday gift, maybe a gift to yourself, maybe a gift to someone that you know is struggling to have a better relationship with their child or their family just feels like they can't come together and they just can't heal relationships. Please consider giving this gift. This is such a great gift because it's not something that can be consumed and used up. And it has the possibility to change the direction of someone's life. So that class, the Relationship Reset, will be held on Thursdays from 10 to 11 Mountain Time from January 6th to the 27th. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. You can find it there. You can also find it on my website. I'll be so happy to see you there. And um, any questions you have about that, feel free to email me info at tinagosney.com. I last week went to see the movie called Spencer, which was about Diana, Princess Diana's life. 
it was actually not about her whole life. It was a snapshot in time. It was only like three days of her life. And I was kind of surprised about that. I was really surprised about the movie in general, but I really was excited about about seeing it because I love, I love, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure of mine. I love to read and watch things about the royal family. And I just kind of love English culture anyway. I loved Downton Abbey. I love Pride and Prejudice. I love those shows. I think they're awesome. I just get so much. I feel good inside when I when I watch them. And I know I'm that's kind of stereotypical, but I don't care. I just love them and so does my daughter and we share that love of these kind of shows. So we went to see this movie Spencer together last weekend. And it was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. It was just this little snapshot in time like a 3-day period of her life. And what her life was like and how she felt so caged inside the life that she had, she was given once she married into that royal family. Because once she married into that family, she was told, this is where you're going to be. Um, the, you need to be there at this time. This is what you will wear. This is what you will eat. This is when and how you can see your children. They controlled so much of her life, and she was constantly being watched and monitored, and she was being told that she was a problem. So this movie, over this three-day period of time, showed where she was. She was already in a declined mental state when they were at this time that they featured in the movie, and just showing how having you so much of your life dictated for you and so much of her choices being taken away, how that life affected her. And it was over, and I turned to my daughter, and I said, that poor woman was not meant to live that life. She was the wrong personality type to marry into that family and to try to fit into that mold. And if maybe if she had married differently, she would have been so much more healthy mentally and emotionally. Maybe her life, I'm sure, would have been so different. And my daughter said, she put it so succinctly and so perfectly. She said, you know, she just wanted her free agency and they wouldn't let her have it. And I thought, bingo, there you are. That's what she wanted. They would not let her have her free agency. And that was her main problem, that she could not be free to make her own choices. So we are all wired for free agency. It's a gift that we have received from God. I actually don't think it's a gift that God gave us. I think it's just something that is inherently in our nature of our spirits, that we are free to make our own choices. I think God honors that free agency within us. And you see this show up really early in a child's life. I, for sure, many times have seen a two-year-old insisting that they can do something by themselves, like maybe buckle their own seat in the car. And they insist that they can do it. And I know as a parent, we think, oh, I can do this so much faster. It's going to take so long if they do it. They're probably going to get it. It's going to take them this. They're going to struggle and it's going to take them, you know, a few tries before they get it. I just don't have time for that. And I can do this so much faster. So often we just do those things for our kids. 
And if you don't allow them to do it, then you're probably in for a tantrum with a two-year-old. But we are all wired to want to make our own choices and determine our own path in life. And when you think that you know better what your child's life will look like than they do, you are actually exercising unrighteous dominion. Because when parents view only one path for their child's life, and they force that child to to follow that path and not to have choices, it takes away their ability to choose, and the child might start having a tantrum. I don't really talk about parenting with younger children. I'm talking about parenting with older teens, young adults, and adult children. Because we all have tantrums at different ages, and big kid, big kid adult temper tantrums look a lot different than a two-year-old's temper tantrums because he didn't get to buckle his own seat in the car. And if you think about it, you can, you can probably see the different ways that you see people throwing temper tantrums. I have a close family member who they struggled with um, infertility for years. They had some, they went through many different processes to try to have a child and it, that just was not in the cards for them. They ended up after being married for about 10 years, around 10 years, they adopted twins. They didn't know they were going to have twins when they set up the adoption and they were so excited when they found out they were having twins because they had longed so much, so long for a child. And now they were going to have two And I've listened to the father of these twins talk about how when they were born, he held each daughter, and immediately he had their whole life planned out for them within seconds of holding these babies. And he wrote their whole life story right there in the hospital room, and it felt real, and it felt right, and it felt good, and there was so much joy and happiness in that moment. And he was like, this is just what their life is going to look like. And then these twins started to grow up and they had their own stories that they wanted to write for their lives. And I've heard these parents talk about how hard it was for them to change the story that they thought their daughters were living and how hard it was for them to change their mind frame and allow their their daughters to make their own choices and to write their own story. But it's okay that it's hard. And it's okay to say that that's a hard thing to do. Because when I see a parent that can't let go and can't allow their child to have agency, I actually see a parent who is pinning their own emotions and their own sense of self-worth and success as a parent and in their own life in general on what their child is doing or what they're not doing. And that parent is enmeshed with their child. This is super common with LDS mothers. We aren't the only ones that own this. There are a lot of mothers that become enmeshed with their children. But we in the LDS church place such a stake on the path that we walk and that our children walk. And we pour our whole hearts and our whole souls into raising these children. And these children become the result of of all of our sacrifice of all that hard work and effort. And a lot of that hard work and effort and sacrifice came with very little payback in return. And for years, we put away what we want for ourselves 
and we give our all to being a good mother, teaching and loving our children the best way that we know how. And we have actually been given messages that if we do this, we will have a certain result. Except when we don't. And you don't get that result, and you did all the things that you were told that you were supposed to do, and all the things that you thought you were supposed to do, and you don't get that result. It feels like you got the wind knocked out of you. And it feels like all your efforts and sacrifice were in vain because you don't have the result that you were promised. And you see other people around you getting the outcomes that you wanted, but you don't have them. So of course, it must be something wrong that you did. You must have done something wrong. You failed and you failed in your most important role on the earth. And it feels terrible. And you know what feels more terrible? is to feel like you have no control over any of it. That feels more terrible. So what do you do? You've had your foundation crumble beneath your feet. What you thought was true, what you thought your story was going to be, what you thought your child's story was going to be, is not reality. So how do you let go and you let your child make their own choices How do you let them exercise their own agency, write their own story, and you don't feel terrible about it? That's the trick, right? Well, you begin to untangle the enmeshment you are in with your child. It's like you have two different strands of yarn, and they're all knotted up in a big ball, and you don't know where you end and your child begins because you can't see the difference between between each of you. Your identity is tied up in what your child is doing. And you need to stop basing your success as a mother or as a father, your worth as a person, on what story your child is writing. And you start doing things differently. First thing you need to do is to start by allowing yourself to feel whatever you need to feel. And then, once you've been able to feel that, and accept it and not push it away and tell yourself that you're wrong for feeling that way or even that you're justified in feeling that way, then you can begin to let it go. And then you stop making their choices mean anything about you because they don't. Your child is telling you who they are and what they want for themselves. And then you start to get to know your child where they are right now, today, without wishing or telling them to be different. And you let them know that no matter what they do or where they go, what decision they make in their life, they will never be outside your family's love. And you act from a place of letting that child be seen, heard, and understood by you. And then you thank your Heavenly Father for trusting you with one of His precious children. A child that needs to figure out who they are in a really authentic way. Because this child is going about proving themselves. In Abraham, we read about proving ourselves on the earth. The ancient definition of proving is to learn by experience. And this is exactly what your child is doing. We are all learning through our, 
through our experiences, even if those experiences look different than we thought they would. You are learning through your experiences, and your child is learning through their experiences. And no matter what path you're on or your child is on, you are always learning by experience. And thank Heavenly Father, because He has placed so much trust in you that He gave you this child that He knew would question the status quo. What a privilege that is to be that child's parent. And God has placed so much trust in you and is giving you this opportunity to co-parent with Him in a higher way. And you're not enrolled in Parenting 101. (laughs) For sure, you are not. You're working on a graduate degree. And not only are you working on a parenting degree, you're working on a degree where you learn to love in a whole new way, a new and higher way that will benefit you and your children and your children's children for generations to come. And maybe someday your child will choose differently, and maybe they won't. But either way, as you love them through allowing them to write their own story for their own life, you have established a connection with them and are strengthening bonds of that relationship. And that is the most important thing you have to do right now. So I want you to take this away from this podcast. When you follow this pattern, you are following the pattern that Heavenly Father set out for you and shows us by example. You allow your child to make your own choices just as you make your own choices. And you love them through all of that. And you love yourself through all of that. You will have the greatest opportunity for influence in their life when they know that you love them just as they are and they feel seen, heard, and understood by you. So allow your child to write their own story, even if it's different than the one that you had planned for them, whether it was the first time you held them in the hospital or the one that you planned for them last week, it doesn't matter. Allow them to write their own story and let that be okay. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I so appreciate the time that you put into listening to this podcast and how you're sharing it with other people. And people that need to hear these this message, they're struggling in their parenting roles and they're struggling with their families. I really have a goal to help build stronger families in the church and in this world. So please leave me a five-star review. Get on Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review so that other people will be able to also find this podcast. Because when you leave a review, Apple will bump this show up in the ratings and it will show it to more people. So thank you so much for your support and for that review, and I'll see you next week.